Welcome to NRACA's first podcast. Today, we'll be telling stories, sharing ideas, and providing tips for receiving feedback. We brought a few wonderful employees into the studio today to help us start the conversation on feedback. We're joined by Sarah Kiley from IT Member Support, TJ Kirk from Business and Technology Strategies, and Megan Evans, my co-host from Communications, and I'm Karen Ford from Human Resources. As many of us may have experienced, feedback taps into basic human needs to improve, to compete, and be competent. As many of you probably know, feedback is necessary to effectively coordinate interaction with others. It establishes connections between some, what someone is doing and how it's perceived. Feedback can show someone, if given properly, the impact of their behavior and help allow them to take ineffective actions and turn them into effective ones and positive ones. And remember, listening plays an important positive part of feedback. We recognize that we all give and receive feedback differently, so we wanted to bring our guests into the studio today to get some of their perspective on how they like to receive feedback and also how they like to give feedback. So let's talk a little bit about how we all like to receive feedback. Sarah, what's your preference? Well, first and foremost, I like to receive any kind of sensitive or uh, performance-based feedback privately. But when we're in a public forum at, say, planning meetings or with members, I like to keep it friendly and casual so that I can solicit feedback that way to get, for example, members' input on whether they like something or not, which is hugely important for us. But my favorite way to receive feedback is through humor. (laughs) (laughs) But that can be really hard to pull off. (laughs) Uh, But I do think it's much more fun to laugh at ourselves than to take ourselves too seriously. Do you have a good example as to when you've used humor to give or receive feedback? (laughs) Well, my son likes to (laughs) give me feedback through humor, and it's actually pretty hilarious. It makes me laugh at myself. And he pulls it off very well because he's naturally very funny. But also the members of the IT community are, they're actually a hilarious group and they love to tease me (laughs) by providing input, but they do in a very jocular and and funny way that I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that. Thank (laughs) you. I guess that's what I meant by a friendly and casual manner. Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Sarah. TJ, how about you? Well, I definitely agree with everything Sarah said. Feedback is a very painful experience in some cases, so hearing it privately is much easier to bear than if it's, you know, publicly. And as I thought about this podcast, I tried to distill down to what are, like, the basic elements of good feedback, and I came up with that I like it to be respectful, I like it to be accurate, I like it to be helpful, you know, it's not really any good for someone to tell you that you did something wrong, they don't tell you a way to make it better, and I also like it to be timely, because if they do it, you know, months after the event occurred, I can barely remember what I did, and I especially won't remember what I did wrong at that point. So it really needs to be those four things for it to be good feedback in my mind. Great. Thank you, TJ. How about you, Megan? Um, I agree with TJ. I I often find that 
I can't always remember sometimes if something isn't delivered to me immediately. We all have so much going on that it might be a little bit more sensitive in the moment, but at the same time, it's going to be easier for me to take that feedback in and, and use it productively to maybe finish out a project as opposed to if we get to the end and then I receive something that would have been great to know in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely like to get my feedback as quickly as possible. And mm -hmm. I just need solutions. I have to know what the person delivering my feedback to me thinks I should do to improve because a lot of the times you can come up with your own creative solutions and they work out, but it still might not hit the mark with that person who's delivering the feedback because they envisioned it a certain way. And I like to know kind of what they're thinking before I move forward to try and use that feedback constructively. Karen, how do you like to receive feedback? I like to receive feedback um, that's honest that's candid, that's real time, um, so that I can make an adjustment to my performance if I need to, or work better with an individual. I like to listen also very carefully to the feedback that's given to me um, to make sure that I'm taking it in and really thinking about ways to improve. What about time? Like, Do you all like to have feedback sessions regularly, even if it's not I know we all are working on projects and we might have immediate feedback, but, you know, is it something that you guys like to receive on a regular basis? I know I meet with my manager once a week and it might not always be a feedback per se conversation, but, you know, we talk about the projects that I'm working on and I can kind of get her input on stuff. And I know once a week is good for me because I feel like it helps keep me on top of things and I'm managing expectations and my own expectations as well. So I don't know if that differs amongst the group or if if I'm alone in my feelings there. <laughs> I like to receive feedback real-time and ongoing. Ongoing, real-time feedback. So it doesn't have to be at a meeting. It doesn't have to be formal. But um, whether it's positive, whether it's constructive, I like to know real-time. I like regular feedback. Having unsolicited feedback can also be kind of abrupt if you're not ready for it. So having a regularly scheduled time when you're more prepared for it, you can go into the meeting and have a more you know, productive discussion at the end of that as opposed to someone just walking up to you and saying, you know, oh, here's some feedback you didn't know you wanted, but I'm going to give it to you now. <laughs> I agree with that. And I meet with my manager one-on-one, -on -one and we have formal opportunities to do that, and then we just have our regular one-on-ones. What I really appreciate is that he gives me time to prepare so that it's not abrupt or unexpected, but he also expresses his interest by soliciting my opinions my um, perspective on things. If he's got a project he's working on, he may also ask that. And what's very interesting, and it makes it a very positive session, is that he reflects what I've said so that he makes sure he understands it. So he gives me feedback based on what I've told him. Awesome. So just something to throw out to our listeners, um, just remember that it's always okay to ask for feedback if you're not receiving it or if you really want it. If you're interested in knowing what the people that you're interacting with are thinking and you want to make changes or just want to know if you're doing a good job, feel free. Just ask for it. So I'm going to give my shameless plug. If you all are interested in honing your skills in giving and receiving feedback, we are doing a workshop on January 14th for both individual contributors and managers. That workshop is Creating a Feedback Culture. 
I took it yesterday and it was awesome. The instructors are fantastic. And it was a wonderful opportunity to kind of not only interact with folks across the organization that I don't normally get to interact with, but also a great opportunity to kind of see different perspectives from those folks and and learn their challenges in giving and receiving feedback and kind of taking some of those challenges and being able to apply them to my work life and take some of the tips that my coworkers gave me as well as the instructors. So that's my shameless plug. Sign up in Outlook if you have a regular PC. If you are a Mac user like I am, go ahead and email Rachel Price or head up to HR and let them know that you're interested in being a part of that on January 14th. More information is on NRECA now. I'm also going to let TJ give a shameless plug because it is the shameless plug portion of the podcast. This may be a regular feature of all future podcasts. (laughs) Apologies now. (laughs) We also have a group here called Toastmasters at NRACA, which is great for giving and receiving feedback about public speaking. I am the current VP of membership, so if anyone's interested in joining, please reach out to me or any other Toastmaster member and come to one of our many meetings. We have two a month. They are fun. They are filled with laughter and you will become a better public speaker. That's it, short and sweet. <laughs> Thank Much you, shorter TJ. than Megan's. So. <laughs> well, that's our first podcast. Thanks to our guests and my wonderful co-host. Continuing the conversation, next time we'll be talking about giving feedback. And speaking of giving feedback, that's what we want from you. So let us know what you think about our podcast. Go ahead and leave some comments in the comments section of the blog or shoot Karen or I an email letting us know what you think, what we can do better, and what you might want us to talk about in the future. We look forward to hearing from you. Happy holidays. <laughs>